0: It's Aya from Koala Explore, and I'm so sorry that I have not updated for months. I have been quite busy, but today I will be telling a story that I have written, which I might do more often, maybe every few weeks. But of course, we must must get to the joke. If you have only just started listening, joke stands for joke of the episode. So the joke for today is knock knock, who's there? Ice cream. Ice cream who? I scream so you can hear me. (laughs) So if you like that joke or you have a joke that you want to be told on the podcast, please comment in the show comments. But now we should get on to the story, which is a remix of Cinderella, or in my opinion, the better and improved version. So let's get into it. Once upon a time, in a kingdom far, far away, there was a girl called Cinderella, who gained her name from always getting cinders when toasting marshmallows on an open fireplace. She was a great fan of sweets and sugar. Anyways, Cinderella had a happy life with her father and mother until one day, her father dropped dead, probably passed out in a sugar-induced coma from the marshmallow bliss, then probably hit his head on something hard. So naturally, she and her mother were distraught for many months, but eventually Cinderella's mother married a new man. This man had two sons, and they were okay enough to Cinderella while her mother was still around, but until her mother also dropped dead. Also, probably from too many marshmallows. So when her dear mother deceased, Cinderella's stepfather took over. Soon enough, Cinderella's home cottage, her beautiful home decked with furniture, soft blankets and a warm fireplace was turned into a shack, stripped bare of all the coziness and replaced by the dull sense of coldness. Her stepfather had given all of her Cinderella's jewellery to her stepbrothers to sell and all she had left was a dress and apron made out of rags. One day, though, a letter came to the door of the household. It said, To every eligible maid in this kingdom, I mean, to every eligible bachelor in the kingdom, the princess of this kingdom is holding the grandest ball in this land for a decade to come, and every sophisticated bachelor is invited to attend. The ball is to be held on the third day of summer, starting when the first star appears in the sky at the castle of the royals." Cinderella's stepbrothers exclaimed with joy. There shall be a ball exclaimed exclaimed Tom, who was the youngest of the two. The princess must be looking for a groom, said their father. I wonder what there will be at the ball, Cinderella murmured to herself. What? exclaimed all of her stepfather. What do you think what makes you think you're going? sneered Charlie, the older brother. Well, it doesn't say that maidens can't attend. Pah! said her stepfather. ''The princess is looking for a groom,'' he said. ''Imagine if you married a girl?'' ''Well, what's wrong with that?'' asked Cinderella. Her brother sneered. ''Disgraceful,'' said her stepfather. ''You are not going anywhere near the palace,'' said Tom. ''And just to make sure of this,'' said her stepfather, ''you will be staying in here.'' And with that, he pushed Cinderella into the attic and locked the door. ''We will be back at one o'clock a.m. sharp.'' she heard her stepfather say and you better be in there when we come back oh come on said Cinderella then she chuckled to herself boy oh boy stepfather really is quite dim-witted isn't he he said giggling the mice who squicked around here looked confused then then since she took pity on the mice she took two hairpins out of her hair and started to pick the lock she walked towards the door And then, only after five minutes, the door swung wide open. Cinderella smiled to herself. Now, time for the clothes, she said. She snuck into her stepfather's room, opened the cupboard and pulled out an old but beautiful blue ball gown. It had been her mother's and she still treated it with the pride and respect it deserved. She brushed off the dust and smiled to herself. No fairy godmother needed, she said. Then she went back into the attic and went to the, sm- to the small set of drawers, then reached into the middle drawer and pulled out a pair of glass concourse sneakers. She put them on and walked out the door. Half an hour later, Cinderella had walked to the palace. She had been trying to hail a taxi, but then she remembered that taxis were not to be invented for about another 500 years. So she had walked the whole 1.5 kilometres to the royal palace. When she had gotten to the palace, she walked around the the castle-like maze until she finally reached the centre, the ballroom. When she had got to the ballroom, she she went straight to the banquet table, for she had overheard her brothers saying that they would not be going to the banquet, for they would try and win the princess over. So Cinderella was just eating her third cucumber sandwich when she spotted an open door to the forest that surrounded the kingdom. She remembered that she and her mother would always walk to the forest and have a picnic in the clearing with their deer and birds. So she was instantly drawn to the door. When she had gotten outside, she looked up and said, Wow. the night sky was littered with stars and it truly was magnificent. It really is beautiful, isn't it? Said a voice behind her. She spun around and there standing there was another girl in a flowing pink dress. Hello, the girl said. I'm Annie, she said. I'm Cinderella, Cinderella replied. Annie took a step closer to Cinderella. I'm not really a fan of balls, she said. Whenever there is one, I always sneak out of this space. I wasn't expecting I'd find someone else here. Everyone always wants to meet the princess, she grimaced at this. Do you know the princess? asked Cinderella. Oh yes, said Annie. And that was that. I do wish the Queen had invited more girls, though. It's even more boring when all those people at a ball are men, and men who are trying to propose to a princess. Cinderella's eyes widened. That's just what I was thinking, she exclaimed. Annie smiled. Great minds think alike, they both said in unison. Then they both blushed. At that moment, a loud gong sounded through the courtyard. Bong. 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 Bong bong and then about seven more bongs and then Cinderella's eyes widened. We will be back at one o'clock a.m. It was midnight. She remembered the words of her stepfather. I'm sorry but I must go she said hastily to Annie. Wait Annie cried but Cinderella had taken off. She ran down the stairs of the palace but as she ran one of her glass sneakers had fallen off. This is exactly the reason why children always need to tie up their shoelaces. But it had been hard tying up glass shoelaces, because glass isn't very bendable when it's in its colder state. But nonetheless, her glass Concourse sneaker had fallen off. She had no time to put it back on, so she ran all the way home. The next morning, Cinderella woke up to confusion and noise. Confusion from her when she wondered why she had a blue ball gown on. Then she remembered the time before. As well as confusion and noise coming from downstairs. She got dressed into her rags and walked down the stairs. No one found the princess at the end of the ball, said Charlie. And when they did find her, she went straight to the stairs, said Tom. Let's say they found a sneaker and are going around to see today to see who fits it. Just at that moment, there was a knock at the door. Cinderella opened it, and there was a girl. It was Annie. Both of their eyes widened. "It's you," said Annie. "Oi," said her stepfather. "Who is it?" "It's the princess," said Charlie, who had rushed from the dining room. "Princess," said C- said Ch- Cinderella and her stepfather. "I have come to see who fits this sneaker," said Annie. "But I think I have found her," she said. Annie gave the concourse sneaker to Cinderella and she slipped it on. It was a perfect fit. Even without having to tighten the shoelaces, which in itself would have probably been impossible. So at the end of the day, Cinderella and Annie rode off into the sunset to not a wedding, but a sneakers store. They were partners now, but the first decree that they decided to make together were that glass sneaker sneakers were not practical. So going off to the nearest department store to see if they could find any new sneakers that would be more comfortable and more practical to wearing to a ball. The end. Thank you for listening to this episode. I will hopefully have another episode for you next week, perhaps another story. If you do want to hear more stories, please say so in the show notes. Leave a positive comment and a five-star review as well as following me on Instagram. You can leave a comment on Instagram and leave the five-star reviews as well as comments on the podcast app if that's where you listen to the Apple podcast app. This is, that is if you have a book that you would like me to review or a animal that you want me to talk about on the pod please say so in the show comments so this is Aya from Koala Explorer signing off